Persons under 18 will not be admitted. Every 10 or 15 years, a film is produced that is so overwhelming, so forceful in its impact, that it becomes deeply embedded in the mind. It's Nancy Ann Ritter, the girl in bathroom from Wes Craven's Scream, the 1996 original Scream. And you are listening to Still Toking With. Hi, this is Dee Wallace from ET and Cujo, and you're listening to Still Toking With on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token with my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We have an awesome show scheduled for you today. Our guest, you know what? I, I'm not gonna, we're going to get right into it because our guest is so awesome. Uh, Jar Jar, actually, sorry, Ben. Oh, ben. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I want to know how Jar Jar got on the screen before me. Uh, hey, hey. I, I that shit don't fly. I hit the wrong button. The world. Yeah, yeah, you hit a lot of the wrong buttons a few seconds ago. Right, right. <laughs> so, no, man, I'm super psyched about tonight's show. I mean, I've been getting psyched every week with all the amazing guests we've had on, but, you know, tonight's just, I'm really psyched. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. Freaking Commando, oh, Inner Space, Weird Science, Mad Max 2, and. Dude, I thought, I thought Jeff side. was getting to a. To, to introduce him. Oh, Leo, right. you sound like you're jumping the gun. You're like, ah. well, I'm right? Excited. I'm excited. I, I think I Leo had a dork moment. I, this is like a huge. <laughs> well, hell, if you want to get like that, I mean, you, you, you can be like, you know, Power Rangers, Time uh, Force, as Resnick. I mean, come on. Dude, I'm, I'm psyched that you guys asked me to come on with you for this. I was like, why do you need me? But hey. <gasps> <laughs> jar, jar. Okay. Jeffrey. Hey, happy Wednesday. I'm psyched. This is awesome. Um, I'm not going to delay. We're just going to get right into this. Uh, I'm going to introduce our guest as Freddie Mercury on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Let's bring it right into the gutter right when we start, huh? Mr. Vernon Wells, how are you? I am very, very well. No. I rephrase that. I was until you brought up that comment. <laughs> hey, Pablo. I figured I'd just get it done. Yeah, he, he's going to bring you right in the gutter, Vernon, real fast, real fast. Ah, God damn it. 
No, the funny thing is about that comment is I never saw it. And um, somebody, and the first time somebody mentioned it to me, they had a copy of Mad Magazine. <laughs> and it had that uh, with the character in, in the actual comic, within the comic, they had a, a drawing with me and it had across the front of my costume, I am not Freddie Mercury on steroids. <laughs> I just looked at it and went, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? An actor, you know, we don't, we don't see that shit. Right, right, right. I read that and I was just, I, I put the two images in my head and I'm like, fuck, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, if you've got to be compared to someone, that's not a bloody bad start, I'd say. Oh, right, oh, right, right. Absolutely. You know, considering the fact that you're also a singer, which we'll get into later. Uh, yeah, my uh, my mother was actually a uh, songwriter. She wrote for Slim Dusty and people in Australia, sort of country and western. And when I was born, she gave that away um, because you didn't have a back then. You didn't have a child and a career, you know, God forbid. And um, out of her children, I was really the only one that ever had an inclination to follow in her footsteps. So I thought that the best thing I could do was I'd go out and become a, uh, a singer in rock bands because my mother had an amazing voice and uh, I was fortunate I got a little bit of it. And so I started singing with bands and, uh, you know, the good old sex, drugs and rock and roll. In our case, it was sex and drugs. Nobody actually sang a lot. But <laughs> What was the name of the first band? Uh, it was called Inca's. I N C K Inkers E R S Inkers Ink I N C K I N K like ink ink is ink um, which was um, sort of a garage band I guess you'd say with a group of, of guys we all grew up together actually Gary Anderson um, who was uh, big big time in in the uh, heavy heavy rock way back um, he was he grew up like a block away from me and we all went to school together and it, it was like that kind of thing. We're all friends who knew each other, grew up together and we started a band just for the hell of it. And uh, it just sort of went from there. I, I um, When the the Incas uh, sort of broke up, I just went into singing with, uh, I guess you'd call them now um, a, a studio bands. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I did that for a while, for quite a while, until I actually, uh, George Miller destroyed my life and made me an actor, damn it. <laughs> I, I would curse him. The hell I, I, I curse him every night, damn it. How dare he? Um, no, that was kind of the end of it. Uh, I started acting and uh, just went on from there. Oh. And one of your, one of the first things that you get into, from what I read, I didn't write it down, so I don't know the name of it, but uh, it was some kind of an erotic movie you were in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, my mother, bless her soul. Really? Used to, if ever I was, at, yeah, if ever uh. I was at home with with my friends and I was being an ass, my mother would go to the cabinet and take out the videotape and say, oh, by the way, this is what my son does for a living. <laughs> Pop it in and I would go apeshit. It was called Australia After Dark. <laughs> I, 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 
I like to say friendly that um, after that film was shot, I could not stand to look at or taste strawberries and cream. Um, <laughs> love, sorry, Jen. No, I'll wait not. until you swallow, Dexter. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah. Hopefully. Took a while to get over that. But yeah, that was the first thing I did way, way back. I, I never usually refer to it as a a movie I did, but um, <laughs> when we were doing a lot of uh, of, of the publicity for Road uh, for um, Commando, I remember we were somewhere over in New York, and the producer rang me uh, in the hotel, and he said, uh, "Got a question for you." And I said, "Yeah." And he said, uh, I thought uh, Road Warrior was the first film you ever made. And I said, it was. He said, oh. So I was flicking through the channels and uh, I just happened to see this bare ass going up and down in the frame. And I thought, God, I know that ass. <laughs> and he said, it was yours. So, and I went, oh. Um, well, I don't consider that to be a movie, actually. That was just a lot of fun I was having. Why? I and he said, oh, nothing. Again. I just wanted to make sure it was our star. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can't do anything, boy. You get caught out. Right. And my mother always Keep said that then, if I dude. did it, own it. Oh, so yeah. I owned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, we brought that train right off the fucking rails right at the beginning, did we? Yes, not? we did. Yes, we did. So, oh yeah. Right, so About um, twelve minutes. That's a new record, guys. Well, actually, it, it's for me. It's not because when I do a convention, they have this this bet that when I do a question and answer, how long it will take to go from being nice to sex, and the longest <laughs> is thirty two seconds. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> that's basically just after I've said hi. I'm Vernon Wells, and it it, it just goes into some other places. Oh, so you're used to this shit. Sorry? You're used to this then. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, um, it's going to be one of those nights. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's, know, it's, it's, just, it's just like a very small convention. You know, like. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, my God. So Jeff brought up Jeff, Jeff brought up the Australian stuff, but you actually did some uh, Australian TV commercials and things as well back then. Is yeah, that- I, um, I I did. Uh, I was born I born and bred on a farm. Basically, I lived with my grandfather till I got into my uh, late teens. So I could drive basically anything, and I could ride anything. You know, it was just being a. a being born on a farm, that's what you did. It wasn't like I set out to be able to ride horses and stuff and drive everything. It's just what you do. And so I got hired a lot as a uh, sort of – back then, we kind of didn't say it's stunt rider. It was just a dump shit over there that could ride the horse. Um, <laughs> so I got that a lot on television. And um, I, I always remember the first time I ever was in a show for – I think it was for uh, ABC Australia – and the uh, director was standing there and he said, uh, we need somebody to deliver a line when the star comes out on the, uh, on, onto the stage. Uh, uh, hey, you, big guy up the back, you know, get your ass over here. So I go over and he sort of says, I want you to say this. And I thought, ain't going to happen. <laughs> so the minute he turned around, I sort of backed it back through the crowd and he didn't even notice. And they went, okay, rolling, action. 
Action. Go. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Come here. He did it three times and gave up. Um, I just wasn't. To me, acting was the furthest thing from my mind. I did not want to do it. It, it was like, bleh. That's interesting. Um, riding horses and driving things. That was great. I loved that. Um, and I got paid for it, for God's sake. And, um, you know, getting drunk with the boys on the side of a mountain in freezing cold, waiting for your turn as an extra was brilliant. But saying something, nah, didn't really fit with me. Right. Until, uh, yeah. <laughs> Until uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> that that got that person. Um, no, it was funny because uh, my manager rang me. I'd done a couple of things in television, you know, like right. uh, in uh, television serial shows like um, uh, Police Force. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, what else did I do? Truckies. Um, all these kind of, but they were small roles where I had like a line, two lines. I was never anything spectacular. And after I got seen in a stage play by George Miller's um, girlfriend, Sandy Gore, she told him that she thought he should see me because they were looking for someone for Wes. Right. And my uh, <clears throat> manager rang me and she said, you know, these, this man, George Miller's coming down to see you. Um, and I said, that's nice. Who is he and why? And she said, well, his name's George Miller and he wants to see you about a movie. And I said, oh, Okay. Well, what's he done? And he said, have you ever seen... Um, what's he done? His uh, first picture, which was Mad Max, and I went, no. And she went, oh, dear God. I said, I'll tell you what, it's on at the drive-in at the moment. Go see it. So I went along the drive-in that was playing with, guess what? Steven Spielberg's first movie, Duel. And anyway, next morning, my manager rang me and said, so did you see it? And I said, yeah. And she said, great. What would you think? I said, Duel was the greatest movie they ever made. It was so good. <laughs> Can you give me a part in the second one of that? <laughs> wasn't kind of what she was wanting, actually. But even through that, I still got to play Wes. I don't know. George just wanted me, and that was the end of it. Right. And they liked you so much, they had to kill you off. Yep. But it was a fun way to go. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Dramatic fashion with that one. Yep. One of my favorite films of all time, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it yep. was it, it was interesting. Oh God. <laughs> there he is. There was um there's a little story behind me getting it. Well, what um, are you doing with that blonde? The role. <laughs> now see that's from my favorite. Go ahead. Yeah. Right? We had science. Yeah. Commando, yes. Me and Arnie playing boys. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I was going to say that. Even though Wes was killed off, the the iconic role that it created spun out of that into weird science. Yep. Yeah. You know? And it, it was funny because um, being the, the – I love directing, by the way um, – after I finished uh, Road Warrior, I went back. I'd started directing commercials, and I went back to directing commercials. During the time that I was doing all the other crap to, to live, I got this thing for directing, and I was always behind the scenes, you know, behind the camera, watching, asking questions, doing my thing, and it fascinated the hell out of me. 
And um, so I was back doing that, and Joel Silver uh, rang my manager and said, we want him to come over and, and resurrect the role of Wes in this film. That's a kid's movie. And my manager rang me, and I said, yeah, tell him to go stick it. And she went, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell him you don't want to go. So she uh, contacted them and said he, he doesn't want to come. And they went, all right, we'll offer him this much. So she rang me back and said, they're offering you more money. He said, don't give a shit, I'm not going. Anyway, this went on like four times. <laughs> and by the fourth time, he said, we don't want him. We'll get someone else. You know, and that was the end. For me, that I didn't care. That was the end of it. And they rang back and said, this is our final offer. And my manager rang me and said, get your ass in the airplane, go to America and do the role. And I said, but I don't want to. And I didn't have a lot of choices. She had two brothers who were bigger than me, so I had to go. <laughs> but I, I never really heard much about I mean, I came over, I'd looked up who the director was and, you know, he'd done um, all the uh, angst movies for kids, you know, 16 Candles and yeah. Breakfast and, you know, all these wonderful films. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. And, I mean, if you, you look at the cast list of that film, there were so many people in it that went on to become really, really big-time actors and oh, actresses. Yeah. It was just Huge amazing. Names. It was in it. And so I came over, and actually about three months ago, I was doing a convention with the whole cast except for two or three of them that won't yeah. come and do uh, that stuff. And we were talking, and, and a question and a question and answer was just what you guys were doing with me. They said, so... Why didn't you come over? And I said, well, I, you know, it had nothing to do with money or anything. I just didn't want to come over to America. I think it terrified me to come over here. And uh, one of the girls from the movie said, oh, you don't know the thing, do you? And I said, well, what thing? And she said, what happened every morning? Because they were filming, by the way, before I came to America. And apparently every morning, Joel Silver would come into the set and he would say, I don't know who that bloody Australian thinks he is. He's no fucking big star. He's just an actor and he just <laughs> keeps refusing to come over. And he did it every day. He would come over and yell and scream about me. And I went, oh, my God. And I, I didn't realize why he wouldn't talk to me anymore. Now I know. It was just this whole big thing. He never, you're, you're a diva. And it was just so funny that all I was being was me. I didn't want to come, you know, and, and the money didn't have anything to do with it. It was just, I don't want to go to America. But, of course, once I came over and did that, and he actually was nice enough to me to say, I'm doing this film called Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you'd be a perfect um, villain for it, to which the director said no. And so I said, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back to Australia, and then they brought me back to do it, um, which was kind of fun. You know, I had a lot of fun with Arnie. He's uh, like a big kid in a toy shop. Right, Him and right. Mel. Mel's the same. Mel is like a big kid in a toy shop. He really is. He just he pulls pranks and has jokes, and it, but he's highly professional. Right. And he was the one that got me through uh, Road Warrior. I mean – I, I do strongly believe if I had anyone else as the other star of the film, it never would have come out the way it came out because he was so into what I was doing and, and always had the, the right words to say, you know, do this, do that, yeah, get that in. Him and George just had me going all the time. So, 
Yeah, I, I granted that they gave me my career. Assholes, I wish wow. they'd take it back, but they won't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you're talking about some of the biggest names that I grew up with, being Mel oh, right. Gibson and, and Arnold and, and, yep. and all that stuff that I watched, and you were right there with it. Yep. yep. You know, you were right there with it. You I was know, having a ball. Oh, it was obvious. Yeah, it must have been great to be able to play the villain against all these, like, big names. I mean, Mel wasn't huge at the time, but, like, he, he was up there. So, oh, yeah. But same with Arnie. Arnie yeah, hadn't yeah. quite cracked it until yeah, we did Commando. Done, yeah, so it was like I was in... Conan it, at the time? I know he'd done it before, but it hadn't launched him, and then he did a Commando, which really mm. was the one where he got to play... Yeah. himself more than yeah. anything you know, with all the wisecracks and all that stuff and that really put him up there which I think is amazing for him but um, I it's funny because somebody said to me how the fuck do you do that and I honestly have no clue I get a script I read the script I look at the character I decide what the character is and I just go and do it right and and they get all flustered with me because I don't put in six months of rehearsal and, <laughs> and go to two psychiatrists to figure out why I'm an idiot. Um, I just go and do it. And, you know, I have fun doing it. I can, I, I don't know, I can find those really dark places that you can go to. That's that's the key right there. You just said it. You have fun doing it. And I, I believe if you have fun doing anything, it just... Mm. It's a natural chemistry for you. It's it's, uh, it's it's funny because I one of my favorite movies is a little movie I did called Savior of None. It's a beautiful little movie and it's really really cool. And um, I was suggested to the uh, writer director by a, a friend of mine who was doing the special effects. And they rang me and um, said, would you be interested? I said, send me the script. And I read it. And I, I loved the script. I just went, rang them up, nice, you know, like an hour and a half later and said, when do I start? And the, he said, unfortunately, we can only afford you for one night. Hmm. Yeah. And we're going to have to shoot everything in that night. And it's in a nightclub. And I said, okay, I'm cool. So I sort of got myself together with the character and I flew over to uh, up to uh, Sacramento and uh, they were going to put me in a hotel uh, to sleep for the day because we were actually working from five until nine the next morning, nonstop. So it was straight through. Yeah. So uh, as uh, when I landed, um, our beloved director picked me up and uh, – we are driving out and he said, uh, I thought I would pick you up because that way we can save time and I'll just tell you what I think the character should be. And I went, oh. I said, you know, well, how about I tell you what I think of the character and then you tell me where I'm wrong and we'll save a hell of a lot of time. And he went, oh, okay. So I just sort of uh, gave him my wondrous knowledge for about 15 million minutes of where I thought the character was and who and why and when and where and the whole bit. And finished, and I, I sort of said, so uh, what did I do wrong? Tell me, and we'll fix it. And Brian was driving the car, and he just sort of leaned around, looked at me, and he went, fuck you. And I went, what? And he went, I have never been with an actor that dissected a character to that degree and got it all right. I don't like you. <laughs> that was the start of a great friendship. 
<laughs> we're now business partners. But right then he was so put off with the fact that I was this, this dumbass that could get it to work the way I wanted it. And um, <laughs> it turned out to be a great little movie. And, I, you know, I've been so lucky. I mean, I, I don't care what anybody says. I always say the same thing. I have – I've just been – incredibly lucky i i tend to get scripts and characters that i can make work right and i think also because i have so much fun people put up with me on the set you know i i can a good friend of mine um who's a, i won't say his name because he could get in trouble for wasting money um will ring me occasionally and ask me what i'm doing and i'll say nothing and he'll say oh want to come to the set for a day we'll pay you and i go what he said we'll pay you just come to the set. What do you want me to do? Uh -huh. Hang around, be an arsehole. It'll be fun. <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> it. I go to the set and carry on like an idiot and, and do my thing. And everybody's it just keeps everybody going because they're all, you know, getting a little tense. And then I turn right. up and everybody goes, oh, God, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I just have fun. You know, it's like, God, it's it's so much the the movie I, I didn't have fun, not because I couldn't have fun in it, because I was a little concerned and also because it was very heavy. Um, I did a film with Devani Pin, if you know who she is. She's a very, very wonderful actress. And Devani and I did a film which is coming out soon called Frost, and there's only the two of us in it. That's the one that I saw the trailer for, yes. Yeah, and it's just the most amazing film but she was eight months pregnant when we did the film and that and it's a really i mean if you saw the the trailer you know what the film's like yeah and i said to her at one stage i said you you worry me sweetheart you're, you're eight months pregnant you know and she went yeah i said why would you do the film and she said well i thought if i wear a uh, one of those things that you put on that's a fake a pregnancy thing, I won't move or react the same way as I will if I'm shielding a human being in my stomach. And I thought, wow, that's that's somewhere I wouldn't go. But that <laughs> right? was how she felt. That was the, yeah. because it's a close-quartered thing inside a car that the only way she could get that she would, and that she did, she does it brilliantly because she's so protective of that baby. Right. Right. Until yeah, she eats. I, I actually saw the trailer and the screen. I should have the screener this week for frost. The one that they had. Um, but I chose you for this interview for tales from the other side, which is another yes. film. that's just, is, is so just how about we talk about that? Yeah, I think I, I think we were, we were supposed to talk about yeah. it. Well, actually, we, we do have the trailer. So this uh, actually came out yesterday on VOD. Yes, it and, did. And uh, uh, available wherever you get your movies. And it's uh, six awesome stories uh, for this anthology. But here we go. Here's the trailer. Well, that's been an eventful evening. No way. That's Scary Mary's house. Who's Scary Mary? She's the town's oldest secret. An old witch that never leaves her house. Oh, hello, sweeties. Every story you've ever heard has its roots in the occult. Do you know those kind of stories? Oh, I know all kinds of stories. Well, now. 
What have we here? Tales from the other side is out on VOD right now, and uh, actually, we have a couple other ads going on. Here we go. But be- before you, before yeah, before, before we play the ads, where can they find out about our amazing guest? Uh, in the show notes, up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. All the links are right there, and uh, yeah, there we go. Thank you for supporting Actors and Others for Animals. We started a long, long time ago. When you find an organization like Actors and Others for Animals, it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals. Please keep up the good work. Believe me, it's deeply appreciated. Spring has finally arrived, and that means summer cannot be far behind. And you know what I'm doing at the end of the summer? I'm going down to Maryland for the Pop and Horror Con, August 27th and 28th. Hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. Hey guys, this is Tony Moran. I played the original Michael Myers from John Carpenter's movie Halloween. Uh, I'm doing this great convention called the Maryland pop and horror convention anyways can't wait to see you guys take care bye-bye hey kids george lowe here voice of tv's beloved space ghost and you know what would be horrible and horrific and really scary to miss maryland pop and horror con Ah, uh, that was cute. And then Leo disappears. I know. Yep. <laughs> that was weird. Um, I know, right? I think Vernon scared him. I think that's what it was. So, speaking of cons, uh, do you have any coming up in the near future where people can come see you? Um, I believe I fly out on Friday to um, Tampa. To um, I can only spend one day there, unfortunately, because I've got to come home Saturday night. And um, drive up to uh, Wine Country Sunday because I start filming on Monday in The Wine Thief, which is kind of a fun, a fun film. It's uh, working with my favorite director, Lana Reed, who's uh, 
wonderful, wonderful lady from Cincinnati. I, this is like the fifth or sixth film I've done with her. She's wow, wonderful. She gives me all these really cute roles. <laughs> cute roles? Trying to change my image. Yeah. <laughs> not not going to well, work. You're, you're, but... a busy, you're a busy, busy guy. I mean, from what I read, you get seven films in process right now. That's what? Seven films in process right now that are being filmed is what I read. Yeah. Uh, 13, 13 films in pre-production and 16 in post. Yep. That's fucking I, crazy. I, I work. What can I say? Right. What are you running from, Vernon? <laughs> <laughs> that first movie that he ever did. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. That screwed my life. I'm trying to get away. Yes. No, it's always no, going to be busy, um, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, mm, I've just finished four back to back actually in three wow. different states. It's just like ridiculous. And now I'll do. I'm having a break after I finish this one. Um, if I don't, my wife's going to break something, and I really need it. How how often per <laughs> oh, year are you works? traveling? A break? Uh, no. How often per year are you traveling to do all these uh, movies? It sounds like you're you're never home. Uh, you mean? Like every week, every week, <laughs> right? It's it it depends on you know. Sometimes I get well. Actually, coming out of the pandemic was was one of the things because a lot of films I'd been asked to do had been put on hold, and then suddenly everybody wanted to do their film at the same time. It was like, yeah. And so I was, you know, <laughs> going back to back to back, getting them all, doing what I was supposed to do, but. I just enjoy it. I mean, you know, it doesn't really worry me. Um, I I hate being away from my wife. Uh, that pisses me off the most. Um, but there's not a lot I can do about it. Next week, she's coming up to wine country, up to Paso Robles, because that's one of the places we go ourselves quite a lot. It's not that far from California, uh, from Los Angeles here. Right. But I would. Um, Prefer not to be away from home so much, but um, it's that old adage: while they're hiring you, just bloody do the jobs. Right. Eventually, someone will get sick of me and go, "Ah, screw, it. get someone else." <laughs> I, wow. I don't see that happening. For yeah, some it, it's it's yeah. Well, there's that whole thing of like, get me a Vernon Wells cheaper than Vernon Wells. Is there such a thing? I, I was about to raise my hand, Jeff. Not fair. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you you're not old enough. I, it's it's quite young, Vernon. I, I actually did a, um, a film um, in Australia a couple a few years ago, which turned out to be a really, really cool film. But, uh, I happened to be in Australia at the time doing a documentary um, around Australia of all the wonderful places that I love. And they put an ad in the uh, the trade paper here in America saying uh, we're uh, doing this film here and uh, we wrote a part in it for, you know, this great actor, Vernon Wells, but we don't know where he is. We think he's in America. Besides, we couldn't afford to bring him back. And knowing now we couldn't afford to have him, but if anybody knows someone that's like Vernon Wells, um, then we'd love to talk to him. So, so I rang him up and said, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> was it. I think they all had heart attacks at that moment and it was like oh my god I'm into my third film with them they're just a pack of maniacs they're Australian young guys who 
are like me. They have fun. Right. I mean, they really have so much fun. Their first film that they did took them two years to make. Do you know why? Their star in the final part of the film was walking along a creek bed with the uh, heroine and had a heart attack. Oh, oh. Jesus. And they stopped everything until he got up, which took 12 months for him to get over the heart attack and the whole thing. And then they went back and shot what was remaining of the film. And you couldn't tell. You And I, I knew, and I still wow. couldn't tell. I knew exactly where it happened and what they shot later, and I still couldn't tell. They did it so well. That was so good. But they're, uh, they're a lot of fun. I'm supposed to be doing a film with them later this year, which... She'll be good. I'll sneak into Australia because the government knows I'm coming. They'll probably put me away. I don't know. <laughs> they <laughs> don't know what they're doing over there, bloody Aussies. Um, they got the jacket already. Yep. They're waiting in the uh, yeah, in the airport. Here he comes. All right. That's him right there. Get him. <laughs> yep. Now, you've put him away. Damn it. Of, um, you've done a bunch of cameos in some of my favorite shit when I was growing up. MacGyver, Jack. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Um, Night Rider. I mean, the Fall Guy. Really? Right. Right. I, yeah, I, I loved the all thing. them. I loved working with the boy um, when we're doing that, and uh, MacGyver. I love working with him. Actually, uh, the funny story about that: we ran into him one night in the. It was pouring with rain, and we're up at the local supermarket, and we're walking out, and he was walking in. And I saw him, and I said to my wife, "Oh, look." And, and she went, you know, Ricky Dean Anderson, I'm going to go over and say hi. You know, I worked with him in the, the film. She went, he won't remember you. Don't you make a fool of yourself. And I went, no, I'm going to say hi. And she went, I'm not waiting around to see you be an idiot. And she walked out into the pouring rain. And I walked up to Ricky and he went, we've done with Chetty said to how I, I said, great. He said, what's happening? I said, oh, you know, I'm married. And he said, oh, wonderful. Uh, your wife with you? I said, she'll be here in about 12 seconds. This little figure walks through the door, soaked to the skin, and walked in. I said, "That's my wife." She didn't think you'd remember me, so she left. And he cracked <laughs> up. He thought it was the funniest thing. But uh, wow. yeah, hmm. but you do, you do always... like your women wet, apparently. I do, wringing oh, wet. Then I can dry them out. Right? Uh, <clears throat> can we just start on something else here? Huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> We can't have a straight conversation. It has to go to sex. Damn it. So, um, let, well, let, let's I'm going to blame Vernon for that one. No, I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, Tales from the Other Side, uh, which yes. I watched in its entirety today. Uh, mm -hmm. Last minute, Charlie, you know. Why? Uh, I stopped after the second clip and I said, oh, Vernon's in this one. I don't have to watch the rest. Oh, no, it was oh, awesome. Man. I watched the whole fucking thing. It was great. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually no, watched the whole thing because we have another guest coming on in a couple of weeks that actually is in one of the further episodes. But yes. right. continue, Jeffrey. Um, I was surprised at the character that you were playing in that, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the, the segment was called Flicker, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, and you play a... Cemetery keeper? A cemetery keeper? keeper? Yeah, there you go, right there. Yep. Leo's listening. Yes, he um, is. You came on the screen, and, and I was like, fuck, man, you fucking, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> fucking, you know, dude like that. The fuck, black was... suit. 
it was, awesome. was the character was so much fun because when we were we were setting up to do it and i mean they're shooting that opening scene in a where people get buried of course they are right. I'm in a cemetery and he wanted me, he said, what do you want to do? Because we just want to introduce you. And I said, um, uh, well, I'm coming up to say hello to him. And he said, can you put your hand on him? And I said, sure. So that was how that came about. I put, when I came over, I put my hand on his shoulder and he spins around. I just said, are you looking for a job? Come with me. Wow. And it's this hard thing. And I loved it. I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. When that when that appeared on the screen, I got shivers up my spine because the first thing I thought of was that fucking freaky dude from Phantasm. <laughs> oh, I love it. See, now it was when... just I, I love the end of it where, you know, after he he goes when yep. I'm, I'm talking, um, Yes, you know, the last one we had, he just sort of vanished. I don't right. know why. We'd like someone that will stay a little while. And, and call this home. Yes. yes and was, call this home. Yeah. It was we just can't... so and so nice, and the director was great, and the whole thing was just so nice. They were all young kids having a lot of fun. Right, right. And I love that. I love working with people like that because it's that whole thing of – of payback, you know, I, I'm successful and I'm extraordinarily lucky and I like to give back to the younger generation that's trying to come up, you know, do something to help. I mean, God, you know. See, see Jeff, we should have started filming 20 years ago. Maybe he would have helped us. I mean, now we're old. We're not a younger generation anymore. No. Yeah, now, now he doesn't care <laughs> about you. No, you no, don't care. To totally wouldn't have. No, I would have gone. Well, yeah, well. That's a that's a dead end street. I don't want to walk in. <laughs> wow. Yep. So so you've seen the show. <laughs> oh. Actually, talking about that, um, George, I, I was in Japan uh, when they were doing the release of Fury Road, and they, were, they had some some of the cast from the original, and then me. And uh, they were doing Fury Road and they were doing question and answer. And the, the scuttlebutt was that George may turn up. And uh, he uh, he did. He came on stage when we are doing the, the question and answer. And after we finished, we all went out to dinner. While we are at dinner, I was sitting with beside George. And I said, George, can you answer a question for me? And he said, sure. But I said, after you did the original, you could have had anybody you wanted to play with. I mean, it was successful. Everybody loved it. I mean, you, you probably had people knocking down your door. And he said, yeah. And then why did you pick me? You know, I'd never done a movie. That was my first film. I mean, you, you had a lot of faith in, in something because I could have fucked it up. And he said, yeah, but um, I knew you wouldn't. I said, uh-huh. So what did you want? And he said, well, when I cast you, I was looking for someone that uh, – if you were walking down a dark lane and you walked into him, you turn around and head for the hills really quickly. And I went, uh-huh. And he said, I needed someone that if I said, jump onto that moving semi-trailer with 12 sets of wheels that you will probably get crushed under, you would go, okay, um, because you weren't jaded by the business. And I said, yeah, that's no, fine. And I said, what was the third one? And he said, well, 
I needed someone that once they put that costume on, every woman in the audience would go, oh, I could fuck him. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> I went, she got the first two. You kind of missed out on the third one, I think. And he went, no, I missed out on the first two. I definitely had the third one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I've never had that in my life. Uh, it's like you have no idea at one stage people would just say if you will wear that cut i was like ah right so tough yeah they keep trying to get me to wear it at conventions and i keep getting out of it by saying i'm sick or something um it's it's one of those things that yeah, it, it haunts me it sits in the closet and it barks at people i mean dear god you put that on and half the people at the convention would be like, oh, look, Freddie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Freddie's back. Damn it. You keep that up, Jeff. He's just going to purposely fly to the East Coast oh, yeah. just to kick your ass. <laughs> he, he does and, not know where I live, but I would welcome it. But I do know where you live, and I would videotape it. Well, well uh, first of all, you'd have to get someone to lift my leg. Um, but uh, <laughs> apart from that... I get a dog I, for that. You know, <laughs> I am now. It's amazing what 20 bucks will get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suffering from every dumb shit thing I did in my life now. <laughs> like, God damn, I never knew that would hurt so much when I got older. Right? Oh, is that what that was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I, I enjoy I, You know what? I just have a ball doing it and I always say that I've been incredibly lucky uh, my wife was the person who saved my life I was pretty close to um, not being here and uh, she turned me around and uh, she's a Buddhist and I've got that whole Buddhist thing so mm -hmm. it's amazing how it changes you how yeah. the right person that comes along takes you from being this prick to uh, being someone who uh, understands life and understands everybody and is grateful for everything they've got. And that was what actually happened 30 years ago. Yeah. Young lady stepped that in. That was it. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's it, my it, story right there. It, yep. It's 35 years ago. Sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. That's just amazing how the, something can change um, your whole attitude to things. Right. Which is uh, which was the main thing. It made me settle down, slow down, and because uh, I was like, uh, I was burning the uh, candle at both ends, the middle, and every other place I could find to put a match. Um, I was totally insane. Yeah, had a Corvette and drove it like I was a rally driver around PCH, um, which is probably the greatest place for people who drive very fast cars to get killed. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know. It that didn't really worry me that much. Sorry? That was not a good car to pick. No. No. It's no. like driving a that's like driving a coffin, literally. Right. Yes. But it was yeah. gorgeous. I loved He's it. Like, yeah. Right. Like, I had so yeah. much fun in it. Oh, but I'm sure. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually a, a good friend of mine who was a highway patrol officer, young lady who actually patrolled the area where I lived, who finally, after pulling me up for about the, the fourth or fifth time speeding and being an erratic twit gave me seven days to get rid of it or she was taking my license my car and probably jailing me 
And I figured she meant it, so I got rid of it. But so I'm curious what you replaced it with. Huh? What'd you replace the vet with? About four women. <laughs> <laughs> even that's, that's, yeah, that's even a better ride. Yeah, much better trade. I mean, you know, yeah, they weren't yeah. as quick, but they were bumpy. It could kill you just the same, but it's a lot more fun. Yes, totally. It, it all depends on the mileage. Yeah, true. Uh, love. Yeah. <laughs> a few retreads much, aren't too bad. Right? I was going to say how much tread is left. <laughs> See, I try to be nice, and you guys just go to the gutter every time. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Well, usually Leo's on screen to direct us back into the to the realm of where we're supposed to be. But, hey, you know. Uh, yes. Anyway, we're back to uh, Flickr. <laughs> Flickr, yes, yes. Yes, which I had a lot of fun doing. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those those fun, fun roles of being the undertaker. Right. Have you and ever had a bad role? Sorry? Have you ever had a bad role? Every role you, you talk about with such, like – just like happiness, everything you've done, like it, it, has anything I, gone bad for you in these? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about them. Oh, good, good, good way to See, go. See, when, when I'm smart, <laughs> I, I don't talk about the ones that didn't work. No, <laughs> I, I have been um, extremely lucky in, in the fact that I've been in films that I've loved and I've had fun doing and, and, um, but I've gone through hell. I just finished a film up in Canada for stories underground in a a uh, Cold War bunker. Oh. It was effing cold. I mean, serious to God. I froze my tiny little Watsons off every day. God, it was cold. But it was a great movie. Which movie I had a lot of fun that? doing it. Which All the people in it with me were total lunatics. It was fun. The director's a total idiot. Um, but <laughs> that's what made it even more fun. That's great. I mean, you know, it's English. Yeah, you know, those English, you can't trust them. Do you want to plug that movie? Are you allowed to plug that movie? Uh, not until it's done, I can't. No. Okay. I got asked nicely not to. I think with a gun pointed at your head when they say, don't. Uh, you know, it's a nice way of asking me not to do it. Right, right. I've got to be nice. But uh, I can talk about Sally Floss, which I loved. That was a great trailer. I just yeah. watched that tonight, too. That it was is a such trailer. a cool movie. I, When they asked me to do it, I said, oh, it sounds really cool, Sally Floss. Okay. Um, what is it? <laughs> and they said, it's a kid's movie. It's a, a series of children's books. And I thought, where would I fit? <laughs> and uh, the producer said to me, you're her uncle, uh, my grandfather. And I went, what? He said, you're playing her grandfather. And I went, hmm, interesting. And I had, again, Jaja, so much fun doing this movie, <laughs> playing her grandfather, that it was un. Unbelievable! I, I was just I was in fits most of the time. That's I just great. loved it. Well, you were a typical yeah. grandfather, you know. There was arrogance and you know that that grandfather thing, and that's that's you. Yep. That's your character. It was perfect. Yep, I loved it. It was just so, and apparently 
I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody mumbled that they may be doing another because it's a series of six books, I believe. And if it worked, when it comes out, if it's successful, they're going to do another one, which would be really keen. I'd be, I'd be in there in a second to do it. I loved it. So you know, it's, it's. I've been fortunate in a lot of what I've got. You know, I could list. Yeah, you know, I, I did a, a, a wonderful film. I don't know if you've seen it called Trouble Is My Business, which a, a gentleman called Tom Conkle shot, and uh, we did it as a film noir. It's in black and white and in color, but the black and white is how it's supposed to be seen. Mm-hmm. And that was all done on the green screen, except for like four shots. And it's just the most amazing film. And yeah, I get into things like that. And a lot of it's because, you know, like Deveni in uh, Free, uh, Frost, she had worked with me um, probably three years ago. And, and her and I were together in the film for like, hello, goodbye, um, basically. But she liked what I did. And she was producing Frost with her husband was directing it. And the first person she thought about was me. She said, no, we've got to have Vernon do it. And, I mean, that's, you know, thank God, that's how I get a lot of wonderful roles as people that I've worked with or know or seen or been around are doing something and they go, you know, Felicity Cochran would have me in every goddamn movie she ever does in her life if I'd say yes. She just like, I'm doing a movie. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Um, but we, uh, we, we, you know, we turn up in movies together and have a lot of fun. We did one called Berry. That's Bear Grr Grr E, which is totally the most hilarious thing I've ever done. Um, and a lot of fun. It's just, I enjoy them. I, I really enjoy what I do. And I always made a deal with myself the first time at, at four o'clock in the morning when the alarm goes off that I roll over in, in bed and go, do I have to get up and go to the set? It's over. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 100%, finished. 100%. Right. You're, you're, yeah. you're not While I can get up and go, yay, another I'm going to the set, you know. I'm, I had to make all these arrangements so I could go to um, go up and do the, the – the show at the weekend for one day, I had to beg the people because they had me booked for two. And it, unfortunately the film I'm doing got pushed. So I had to kind of, I could say, no, I can't do it because I'm filming and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to try and be nice. And it took a hell of a lot of finagling to get them to agree to letting me come up for one day. But I don't mind doing it because I just love the, you know, I'll be on the set on Monday working with all the people I love. I've done five films with them. I love them. They're great, great crew, wonderful director. And I have so much fun with them. Um, and I look forward to it. Right, right. And that's the part now, I like from, the most. From what I read, you're, you're actually directing a documentary right now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And I'm directing a couple of things at the moment. Not because I wanted to, because I had a big mouth and my partner decided to put my foot in it for me. Um, <laughs> he, uh, uh, Austri- uh, the Australian muscle? That's something yes. you're, uh, you're directing? That's finished. Little, little, oh, it's finished. Okay. Yes. Is it out yet? No, I'm not. Excuse me. I'm not sure. There was a whole lot of finagling wanky going on about that, and I walked away. Oh, there's, oh there's, there's that Australian wanking. Right. Yeah. 
bit bit wanky, yeah, you know. Like, it was a bit wanky, huh? So I really didn't want to be involved in all that, so I walked away from it. Um, I'm not sure when or if or how, to be honest with you. Okay, all right. But, but um, if, if you check the show notes up above or down below, because Leo's not here, I figured I'd throw that in that, there. Where is that, Ginger? You know, you'll find out <laughs> a ton of great things about our amazing guest tonight. You can follow his social media. You can check out all the upcoming movies. Uh, just do it. I mean, That trailer, by the way, was awesome that they played right, or Leo played right before the the oh yeah commercials. i mean send that... me a P- send me a private message and i'll and i'll shoot you the uh screener oh i know what happened yeah if I you want to uh, if you want to have a look at uh, a couple of things i've done which i'm very very proud of one of them is a um it was done as they they originally did it as a proof of concept it turned out so well after it was edited and they put music to it and did the effects to prove that they could do what they wanted to do, that it's now the first 20 minutes of the actual film. But the short has won 27 first prizes in film festivals all around the world. Holy crap. It just turned out it's called Fear of the Woods. Oh, uh, that's similar to the movie I love. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's kind of oh, like God. that, except it's an eight foot bear. But you know, you could do it if you wanted eight to. Foot right? Bear, Jeez. eight foot. Talk to it kindly and tickle it under the. Of the but oh, no, my. it's um. Anything it's in the woods those, is up my alley. Uh, oh, I'm sure it is. It's a horror film. It's great. With yeah, a bear. It's like, well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say the name of the movie. One of my uh, the newest all time favorite horror movies, comedy slash. Don't fuck in the woods. If you oh, haven't yes. seen it, see it. It's hysterical and gross at the same time. Yeah, this one's got a, a little bit more, um, yeah, Probably ow, more, ooh, yeah. Ooh, to it. But uh, no, it's it's the shorts up there on the uh, internet, and it's really the the I'll photography, the acting. There's only three people plus a bear in it. The two other people, and we shot it in uh, Sweden in uh, nice. in winter in about uh, three feet of snow, and there's parts of my body that still haven't thawed out. Um, <laughs> it was so bloody cold in that snow up to my asshole. Um, but what kind of bear? It was, it was worth it. Hmm? What kind of bear? It's a grizzly. Oh, it was a grizzly. Oh, okay, it's a real. Cool. Oh, wow. yeah. It's yeah, I just, I just wrote that down. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be set um, up in the uh, Alaska wilderness, okay. in a little town, um, and I believe they're going into production uh, later this year on the the full film. Wow, no which shit. is kind of nice. <laughs> they had a a big poster at uh, Cannes, which was a poster of me with just my head out and my hand stretched out and the look on my face and this huge animal behind me ripping my leg off which i thought was leg yeah (laughs) i mean hey i've got two i can't get rid of one i'll be fine right yeah just call me limpy (laughs) (laughs) so i know leo's got another show tonight and we're a little bit past time that we usually keep our amazing guests, but oh, we're sorry, gonna... no, 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 oh no, Shit. I'll, right. stay, Jesus, all... I would, I'll I stay all night. I will stay here all night. I will, stay stay, here yeah. all night. I, I will um, keep on going. 
you know. Well, I, I could say that if you ever want me back, minutes. don't call. Um, oh. But I won't. I'll be nice. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh, wait. That's, that's your call sign. Yeah, call sign. Hey, Robert. Hey, me the way. <laughs> so we started off the show tonight talking a little bit about how you were in rock bands. Yep. Um, and as I went through your list of all the great achievements that you've done, you've actually appeared in music videos. Yep. With yep. a very, very famous heavy band. Um, and that would have been Slayer. Where yep. you, you were in You Against You. How was how uh, that? I actually, that was Felicity. She was casting that um, and she got all uh, the uh, 80s iconic uh, villains to be in it. And it was funny because I didn't play an iconic villain. I played the warden. And um, I get killed by the guys breaking out or breaking in, whichever way it went. And they did two of them. They they did one for – it was a two-part. Yep. And Slayer told her she had to bring me back and put me in the, the second one Aww. because they wanted to have more fun with me. That's so cool. I got to be in both of them, which was kind of fun. I really enjoyed it, though. Totally I mean, out of control band oh, yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. lunatics. Yeah, they, oh. they definitely were out of control. Um, yeah. But Actually. it was it was one of those bands that I grew up listening to. So when I hmm. came across that in, in your credits, I said, oh, I, 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 I went back. I watched the video. And I'm like, holy shit. I never didn't click. Didn't register, folks. Didn't register. Ah, uh, yes. Apart from being on the uh, walls of toilets, I'm uh, in the most things that you'll see. <laughs> Inclu uh, including I erotic films. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. I, I just realized that the, the ginger Leo is not here, so I, I have to ask the question. Vernon, yes. do you collect anything? Um... I had a great collection that my wife disposed of um, because some of it was just a little weird from different <laughs> oh films. But I, I tend to get nice things. Like I've got a great sword collection from because oh, I'm cool. I love being using swords in my movies if I can, and especially Japanese swords. So I tend to have a nice collection of them. Um, I have a square pig from one film I did because when you've got a spaceship, stacking square pigs is better than round ones. Um, and so I have that. Uh, uh, and I had a jar that had a fetus in it which vanished for some reason. I have no idea why. Maybe the child was born. I don't know. Kind of along the way. <laughs> but I have little things like that. Um, yeah, I have different bits from... Uh, from the series, the kids series I did, I have the whole headpiece and everything. Nice. But, um, yeah, and I have, fortunately, I have the actual costume I wore in Mad Max. George gave it to me when we finished the film. Yeah. Do you have the and one I, from Commando? And I have the one from Commando. Do you yeah. strut yeah. around in yeah. the house in them? Right, right. Like, oh, totally, yes. Uh -huh. With little tidy whities <laughs> Mm, yeah, I wear it to bed just so I can feel good. <laughs> oh, I love uh, look out, he's here. He's up in the, the left-hand corner. Uh oh, we're in trouble. Uh, I oh. didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't me. I know, I know. Uh, 
for, for those of you watching, I have a massive headache, so that's why I pop in and out. Uh, so uh, actually, <coughs> Vernon, I wanted to make sure I'm so, I'm shocked nobody here asked. Uh, we saved it for you. Oh, I I heard I read a very interesting story how you were picked for Commando. Oh yeah. Um, originally, when I as I, I think I said just in passing, when uh, Joel Silver took me to meet the director, he didn't want me. He had someone in mind, and that was the end of it. And I really didn't care because I was happy to go back to Australia. And about three months later, I got a phone call saying that we had we have a ticket for you at the airport. Get your ass on a plane. You're coming back to do Commando. And um, I never did and still don't know who the actor was that was cast in the role, but after about three or four weeks, it didn't work. He was always pushing Arnie. He would do things like he would go in and destroy his trailer and leave signs on the window saying, I'm after your ass. All this kind of thing. I guess he was a method actor. I don't know, but it pissed Arnie off to the point where he wanted to just quit the movie. So they brought me over. And also the other thing was, as far as I know, apart from all that crap, was that he was taller and thinner than I am. And Arnie was very afraid that in the final fight sequences it would look like he could beat him without trying. He needed someone that actually looked like they could possibly kick his ass. And so that was another thing, part of it. But uh, a funny aside from that was the first day I was there, I was uh, very tired, flown in from Australia. They'd shaved my head, shaved off my beard, made me look like Freddie Mercury, and um, stuck me in a costume that really didn't fit me because it wasn't mine. And I walked onto the set, and I was I, I work differently to uh, some Americans. I tend to watch where everything is, like the camera and the lights and everything, so I know where I've got space to do things. So Arnie apparently, this I can never verify because nobody tells me, but Arnie apparently called Joel Silver over and said, uh, it's not going to work. And the way he said it was, um, this is not going to work. He's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm an Australian. Don't call me a pussy. Not a good idea. Um, so right. the first scene we did was, if you've seen the movie, was where I hold the knife to his throat and I go, I, I would have cut your throat if I had my way. You know, and I got the knife there. Yeah. I think it was if I had my way, I would have cut your throat. Um, and so that was the first scene we did. And I did the scene. And, of course, um, the back of my mind was pussy. And I... Uh, leapt on poor Arnie, who was chained to a table, and shoved this knife as far up his uh, what's-it as I could get it and delivered the line, and the director said, cut, print, wonderful. And Joel apparently walked over to Arnold and said, so you want to recast? I mean, what do you want to do? And his comment was, do not ever give him a real knife. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. We became really good friends. He had a great time. Uh, I, I, in prep for today, I found a really old interview of, of Arnold talking. Uh, it was like a daytime show or something like that, uh, saying where, you know, he, he needed uh, somebody as intimidating as, you know, as he would be. And, and he saw that in you. And I thought that was just amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, he also said something actually nice about me. He said he's the nicest, cuddliest guy while he's on the set. And the minute they say action, he becomes the greatest lunatic God ever created. And which is true because I don't act while I'm not on camera. Right. 
It's, it's, I just don't know how to. I just wander around being an asshole. And then when they put me in front of the action, then I do what I'm paid to do, you know. I'm not right. paid to do it while I'm wandering around. I, I always remember being on the set of a film where I had to rape this dead body. Oh, boy. And um, Which they shot all the wides and, and the director came in. He said, all right, we're going to do your close-up. And I said, okay. And he, we did the close-up and he said, cut. And he looked at me and he went, only time you fucking act is when you're in close-up, isn't it? And I went, uh, yeah. Why? To me, it was, what's, you're three mile away from me with a long lens. How the hell are you going to see who it is? Right. It could be Joe Schmo for all you know. And when you come in, then you know who it is. I do my job. So, yeah, it's fun. I tend to upset yeah. a lot of people, mostly people who do interviews with me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think you upset anybody here tonight. No, no, no you just changed. You know, no, but my, my whole image of Vernon has changed tonight because <laughs> his first screenshot was his ass. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's what my wife said. You got the greatest ass. Every time we go hiking, she walks behind me and she goes, Oh, you still got a great ass. Like, oh, for God's sake, woman. Well, God bless like you, because my wife says I have no ass. Well, I'm sorry. I played football. <laughs> I played ping pong. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, 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 I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm just going to be nice. But well, yeah, I'll play have... the gentleman. I'll take the high risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been so much fun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've had such a blast. Oh, oh my you. God. I've had, had a ball, too. Um, anytime, guys. Seriously, if you want me back on after I've done something dumb, um, just <laughs> get her dibs to contact me, or you guys can contact me direct. You know where I am. Do you well, play uh, Dungeons and Dragons? And I'd be more than happy to come on and. and uh, Entertain your asses for an hour and thirteen <laughs> minutes and twenty That's seconds. Fantastic. Well, well, well. But my my question is: Did we entertain you? Did I what? Did we entertain you? What? I'm sorry, I can't hear this. The sound's gone down. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Technical difficulties. Yes, I've had a ball. <laughs> nice. So, no, it's been great. No, it has. I've, I've really enjoyed myself. It's been a lot of fun. Excellent. A lot, a lot of fun. Leo, you were going to say something? Uh, no, I was going to say, you know, I, I do a, a different show on Mondays. I, I'd love to have you on, uh, uh, but I can get that information to Ben if you're interested. So uh, this Monday you couldn't because I'm filming, but the Monday after you could. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Or the Monday after that. or, or the one. Unless he's filming. And yeah. then, then you're screwed. So, yeah, you know. just you know, sounds give good. me a buzz. He's, he, they say, yeah, he's call good, me. Yeah, he's he's good with you, Leo, oh, because you haven't been here all all night. I've been here. I've just been off screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we just kind of this show just ran rampant, man. It was, oh, it, was, it was it was it was it was going in the right direction. We were talking about the right things, and all of a sudden there was sex again. All of a sudden it was just like. Back in the gutter. You see what you know, happens. That's what we're... happens when you leave Jeff and Vernon to themselves. I'm just telling you, Leo. Just saying. Just saying. But <laughs> yeah, well, well we have the same mind, don't we, Jeff? Yes, and we're also the elders, so we have a lot more experience. That's what it is. Yes. 
We haven't got out of the gutter yet. Right. <laughs> so and proud that, of it, damn it. <laughs> God damn it, that's right. Yes. Would that be Leo told me that he canceled his other show for tonight, so we can keep Vernon as long as we oh, want. Oh, you did? <laughs> Vernon's uh, like, oh hell no. No. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> what Fine. is the time? I actually I can't. I've got another interview in no, that's uh, fine. No, ten no, no, minutes. I, I still got. No, no. I got to eat right. my dinner. So on that note, yeah, we'll wrap things up. I we'll want to thank everybody uh, for watching this fine evening. Tales from the other side is out on VOD right now, so definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, uh, you can find everything there. Uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on the network. There's a ton of awesome people doing a ton of awesome stuff. Head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can find all the latest episodes for all the shows there. And uh, with that being said, Vernon, where do you like interacting with your fans on social media? Do I like it? Well, uh, not, <laughs> do you like? Uh, do you interact with any fans, like on oh, Facebook, Instagram? Yes, yes. If people write to me, I ignore them. I, no, 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 no. I, I, no. I uh, if people write to me, I answer. Um, and if I'm busy, my wife answers for me, and nobody ever seems to think it's not me. So what the hell? Um, no, I love my fans writing to me. I always answer and um, answer their questions as best I can. So, yeah, social media is cool. Okay. I uh, don't understand it, but it's cool. <laughs> as long as it's there, that's all, all you need to know. Uh, yeah. Jar, Jar Jar. Check me out. Jar Jar. All the shows of the dorkening. Let's see. Splash Pages, Creator Spotlight. Uh, whatever the Wednesday show is called, and and, and co come check out uh, Comic Book Lovers Buy Sell Trade Auction House over on Facebook, and I'm Jar Jar Jeremy and all that other stuff. Thanks for having me, <laughs> Jeffrey. Oh, is it my turn? Oh, sorry, oh. sorry. This, I've, this, I've had so much fun, Vernon. This this has been a ball. Uh, you want to follow us? Go just go to stilltoken.com. You'll find everything you need to know. All our social media links are there. Uh, Talking with the Dead on Facebook. Um, stay away from my personal Facebook page. Maybe I'll interact. Maybe I won't. I have trouble interacting with myself sometimes. Uh, but I do want to say, Vernon, Vernon, uh, just hang out while we close the show out because uh, I got a question for you uh, after we're not live. Okay. Okay, yeah, there'll there'll be a uh, a really really short musical segment. Uh, it's like ten seconds, something like that. Uh, also, I just really quick, I wanted to shout out uh, for Jar Jar. Thank you so much for covering for me this evening. Uh, it's, it's greatly appreciated. You're a good friend. Thank you, and uh, Benjamin. Yes, thank you, thank you to uh, Jar Jar for jumping in tonight, and for all you watching, Jar Jar will be co-hosting next week's show because Mr. Jeffrey will be on vacation. So make sure you tune in next week. Uh, to Vernon, thank you so much for coming out and spending time with us. We had a blast. To all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. See you guys later. And where's the damn button? There it is.